Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 309, number 309, numeros 309. Welcome back, amigos y amigas. Welcome back. This is your host, Milena, speaking. You're tuning in to the English Made Simple Show. You can learn more about the EMS show and what it is all about by visiting the EnglishMadeSimple.net website. If you want to listen to the podcast directly from the website, simply type in EnglishMadeSimple.net slash podcast into your browser and then start listening straight away. Don't forget to also check out all my past episodes while you're there. And check out some fantastic resources to help you speed up your English learning. Today, we're going to learn a few more phrases uh, to help us navigate uh, complicated airports all around the world. Uh, before we start today, amigos, um, may I ask you a question? Are you planning to travel anytime soon? Are you planning to travel now for the holidays? We are approaching the end of the year. This is when people normally travel, especially around Christmas time. People travel to see their families. Well, I'll be going to Melbourne um, again uh, soon, very soon, to visit my family uh, before the end of the year. But this time, <laughs> I'm not going to be flying, even though today's episode is all about flying. I'm not even walking to Melbourne. <laughs> I'm actually going by train. Uh, so I'm traveling by train, not flying this time around, like I said. Uh, so last year when I went to Melbourne around this time, around Christmas time, I was driving there and it took me eight hours of driving. So I was listening to a lot of podcasts to kill some time. But this year, um, my husband and I, we are taking the train to Melbourne. So that's going to be interesting. Apparently, you can uh, travel from Adelaide to Melbourne by train, and it will take also about eight hours, but I think it will be more comfortable. Plus, you get uh, given breakfast, you get served breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so that's all good. I'm happy. Looking forward to traveling in comfort, because <laughs> I don't have a comfortable car. So yeah, I think the train will be a lot more comfortable. Hopefully... So I will keep you posted. I know it's been a long time since I traveled anywhere by train. I'm not counting public transport and any short distances when we have to travel by train. So it's not, I'm not using public transport. It's going to be one of those bigger trains, more comfy. This time I'm going on a long voyage, just a long trip. And we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, I will let you know how it all goes next year. I will share my experiences with you then. But anyway, uh, I'm getting myself distracted here. So let's begin with today's episode. Let's pretend that um, we are flying to an imaginary country with a massive airport, complicated, maze-like airport, and uh, we need some assistance, okay? What do we do? Today, I'll share with you three more phrases to help you get around an airport, any airport. And towards the end of today's show, you'll get the opportunity to practice the phrases that I'm going to share with you today in a segment uh, that I call Repeat After Me. So in that segment, you're going to 
practice your pronunciation. You're going to repeat some of these phrases and hopefully improve your pronunciation. All right. So while I have you here, amigos y amigas, uh, you can go to the English Made Simple YouTube channel as well uh, to also practice these phrases. If you prefer to listen to this uh, on YouTube, you can also go on there and check out the phrases. I've done some short videos where you can just practice the phrases that we learn in these episodes. All right. Okie dokie, let's get cracking. The first phrase I'm going to share with you today is the following. Where is the baggage claim area? Where is the baggage claim area? So this question is used uh, to inquire about the location where passengers can retrieve their checked luggage after a flight. So where you go and pick up your bags when the, the plane has landed. So upon landing, you might ask an airport staff um, person, excuse me, could you please tell me where the baggage claim area is? Could you please tell me where the baggage claim area is? Okay, most airports nowadays are pretty good at displaying the signs to the baggage claim area. You'll see a symbol of a bag, just a little image or a graphic of a bag somewhere and an arrow pointing in the direction of the baggage claim area. In any case, if the airport is way too big and confusing, you may want to stop somebody somewhere at the airport and ask them this question. Where is the baggage claim area? Okay, easy peasy Japanesey. Phrase number two. Where is the check-in counter? Where is the check-in counter? Right. Passengers ask this question to find the location where they can register for their flight, receive a boarding pass, and check in their luggage. So if you're confused about what boarding pass is and checking in luggage, you may want to tune in to the last episode, the previous episode, 308 episode, and learn those phrases. So where is the check-in counter? Let's see, uh, a traveler uh, like us who are traveling might approach an airport staff member and ask, excuse me, could you please tell me where the check-in counter is for flight 123, let's say. Usually there's some random numbers after the flight. Excuse me, could you please tell me where the check-in counter is for the flight 123? Over here in Australia, you'll see a check-in kiosk, but you may also hear people refer to it as a check-in counter. This should be pretty easy to find. They're usually quite uh, easy because it, they are at the entrance. As soon as you enter the airport, you will see where you can check in. In Australia, you check in via a machine. We rarely have to speak to a person. This is for domestic travel. Maybe for international travel, it's different. I haven't traveled overseas since the start of COVID, but I'm planning to go next year. So I'll get to find out uh, what's changed in regards to 
the um, international travel. We'll see. Anyway, if you do get lost looking for a check-in kiosk or a check-in counter, then use this phrase that you've learned today, which is, where is the check-in counter? A simple version to this question could be maybe an easier version to say, where do I go to check in? Or you can say, where is the check-in? Where is the check-in? Maybe that's easier than saying words like check-in counter. Maybe that's difficult for some people. In the US, they swallow the sound T. So you may not hear counter, you may hear counter. Or in the UK or Australia, they actually pronounce the T in that word counter, okay? So it's just easier to say, if you're confused, it's easier to say, where do I go to check in? That's just another way to uh, learn this phrase. Cool? Cool bananas? Let's move on to phrase number three. How much does excess baggage cost? How much does excess baggage cost? So passengers use this question to inquire about the additional fees for luggage that exceeds the airline's weight limit. So if you have extra bags, you might ask a staff member at the check-in counter, excuse me, can you tell me how much excess baggage costs for this flight? According to Well Intelligente or the online dictionary, the word excess means when something is over the desired amount. More specifically, if you're exceeding a prescribed or desirable amount. When you do something in excess, uh, you're doing too much of something. Think of it as if you are going over the limit. So if the limit is 30 kilos for your bags and your bag weighs 35 kilos, well, you have exceeded the limit by 5 kilos. You have an excess of 5 kilos of luggage weight. Okay? Does that make sense? And then when you go over the limit, they slap you with a fee. They charge you extra. It costs extra for this because you've exceeded the permitted amount for the, the luggage weight. Yep, been there. I was charged quite a few times. Every time I travel to Melbourne, I end up going over the limit. There's just a lot of cool stuff to buy in Melbourne. It's the fashion capital of Australia, whereas Adelaide is not even close. Okay, there's nothing to buy in Adelaide for fashion. Um, I'm just joking, of course. Uh, but Melbourne is well known to be the fashion capital of Australia. All right. Now on to the repeat after me segment. Let's go through all these three phrases that you've learned today in this episode. Let's get you to repeat after me the phrase number one. Where is the baggage claim area? Where is the baggage claim area? Phrase number two. Where is the check-in counter? Where is the check-in counter? 
And the last phrase is phrase number three. How much does excess baggage cost? How much does excess baggage cost? Great job, everybody. I'm sure these basic phrases will help you navigate the airport with confidence. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode with you. If you'd like to support the show, visit englishmadesimple.net slash transcripts and download the transcripts to contribute and support the show. If you can't contribute right now, that's fine. Please share this episode with your friends. You can support the show this way. Don't forget to visit englishmadesimple.net slash podcast anytime to continue listening to the rest of the episodes. For more short and sweet phrases, uh, please visit my YouTube channel. When you find it, don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you've learned something new today. If anything isn't clear, be sure to send me an email and I'll be happy to help. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Bye.